the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Inspiration. I can do anything. Education. Let's do this. And application. Oh boy, this is going to be good. Welcome to Like It Matters Radio. Keeping us out of the water hazard with some truth therapy. And teeing up solutions for today's big issues. Here's your life caddy, Mr. Scott B. Black. So welcome to the world of Mr. Black. Welcome to the world of Mr. Black. I am he, you are you, and the time is now for Like It Matters Radio. This is where we're living life like it matters. And I want to thank you for joining me. You know, you could be anywhere you want, doing anything you want right now. Well, unless you have a job, right? Uh, But uh, instead of doing all the other stuff out there, you're spending time with me. And so I want to thank you for that. And, uh, you know, yesterday I started a conversation that I think is important. You know, we're uh, getting ready for election time. And uh, I'm not really into the politics, if you will. But I am into the sociology. See, we are creatures, and we are creatures of habit. And the reason that we're doing what we're doing today is because we've done it before. Remember, we are unconscious creatures. We are on autopilot most of our lives. It is said, or at least posited, that about 3 to 5% of our brain is consciously used. Now, I didn't say we use 3 to 5% of our brain. I said 3 to 5% of our brain is consciously used. And the rest is part of the unconscious brain. So if you think about it, even someone who's self-actualized, someone who's really working hard to know thyself, to live and examine life, at the highest, I've heard the number 11%, someone like me who's really working to be the best version of themselves, 11% is happening at the conscious level. See, by the time a child is five years old, a majority of their map of reality is in place. That's what Dr. Adler, famous psychologist, tells us. That a majority of their structure of their belief system is in place by the time a child is five years old. Why does that matter? Because everything we do or do not do is driven by a belief system. That's why it matters. And we're insecure. Uh, We struggle. The Bible says clearly that we all fall short of the glory of God. The Bible in the book of Jeremiah says the human heart is wicked beyond repair. I mean, think about it. I always bring this up. I study the Bible. That big book, 66 books, 40 authors, the most published, the most read, the most uh, everything book in the world. 11 chapters into the book. God slaps us around three times. What was I thinking, man? And so we are hard creatures to be around. We are unique creatures. Uh, man is a unique creature unto himself. And so it, it's a little confusing out there. And remember, confusion uh, can shut people down. Confusion keeps people from being bold. Confusion keeps people stuck in their holes and under tyrants. The number one weapon formed against us is confusion. Confusion. 
Because when we're confused, we don't speak up, we don't step out, we don't act up. And so today on Like It Matters Radio, I want to continue the conversation. What we are doing while we are on this planet matters. Now, I believe that this is the minor leagues. I believe this is our school, our education. I believe this is not what we were created for. This is temporal, but it's getting us ready for what we were created for, the eternal. But you got to understand that we all have so much time. We all have so many gifts and talents. We all have so much trauma and drama. And what we do with those things, we will be held accountable for. Remember, there are three places we can live. You can live in survival. You can live in success. Or you can live in significance. And there's a lot of people are just squirrels out there working to get their nut, just surviving, just getting through. So they're okay with a government check. They're okay with COVID lockdowns. They're okay because they can just stream their Netflix. They can play their games. I'm a gamer. Trust me. I know how to play games. I know people that play games for 12 hours a day. I know people every Friday and Saturday night sit outside with their headset on and their games on and drinking and smoking and playing games with people all over the country for hours till 2 and 3 in the morning. And that's what some people choose to do with their time. But I believe that the good book says that it's appointed for man to die one time and then comes the judgment. And see, survival is just getting through. People survive the tsunami. People survive Auschwitz. Uh, people survive near death and traumatic uh, situations like abuse and molestation and, and rape. People survive those things and get through it. Prisoners of war get through years of, of deprivation and, and abuse. So we can survive, but that's not really why we were created. Now, the next level up from that success, and success is about making a name for yourself, making some money for yourself, making a following, having those second homes. All you people in Minnesota love to have your two and three cabins, right? Nothing personal. A lot of people can't afford to pay their own mortgage, but you got people going to Disneyland for three and four trips a year, uh, people having two and three cabins. And yet your neighbor next to you can't pay their health insurance. Or the person next to you who's working just to help other people, there's not enough money because all the money's going to political causes. But we're all held accountable. And that's where success comes in. See, success is still about us. Success is about a me. What I get. What you think of me. The impact I make. And so there's a higher level than that level called success, and we call it significance. And really, significance requires other people. And it really comes down to what are we doing while on this planet? And how is it impacting other people? That's really what significance is. And in 30 years of being a life-changing business, I tell you what, we all have a purpose. And sometimes in life, we can get distracted. We can get busy. Remember the old pastor friend of mine said, if the devil can't make you bad, he'll make you busy. We get busy. Or today which is really powerful, we get emotionally hijacked. And with all those distractions, with all that emotional, uh, the cornucopia of emotions that's thrown around right now, there's a lot of confusion. And again, the number one weapon formed against us is confusion. So today, I want to lighten up some confusion. I want you to think about some things. And I want to really go back to the story that I shared yesterday because it's so powerful, so simple. A boy and his dad were at church. And somehow they got separated. 
the dad was looking everywhere around the church for his son. And, and as he's looking around, he saw his son standing before a picture hanging on the wall. And so the father approached the boy from behind and stood behind the boy gazing at the painting. But the boy did not know that his dad was back there. The boy was just locked in looking at this painting, just perplexed. You can see the thoughts going through his head. It was an interesting painting. It was a painting of people in water. And as you see the people in the water, you can see in the background a vessel carrying many people and capsized. It's there in the distance. You can see it. And there were many people in the water, and there was debris in the water, but there was also a lifeboat. And there was a man in the lifeboat who was standing up and leaning over the board, over the boat, sticking his hand out to another person who was in the water. There in the water was this person leaning his hand up to the man in the boat. The hands were almost touching. And so as the father stood behind his son for a moment in silence, his father finally spoke to the boy and said, Son, what are you doing? And his son was just mesmerized by this picture. And he said, Son, what are you doing? And with that, the boy posed a simple question. Daddy, is that man trying to save those people? Or is he just shaking hands with them? That's a great question, warriors. Are we one to save people or are we just shaking hands with people? See, my goal is to save people. I'm in a rescue mission, right? We talked about yesterday. Um, you know, you can look at Luke 4, 18. You know, uh, what is it, Isaiah 61? But it's a great question today. What are we doing? Are we one to save people or are we just shaking hands? Are we so wrapped up in getting along with people? Can't we all just get along that we sold our soul? That we don't remember who we are? That we don't know why we're here? That we don't know what we stand for? And today I want to continue the conversation and ask you this question. With the people in your life, are you reaching out to save them or are you just shaking their hand? I'm Black. We'll be back in three minutes. Leadership Awakening even impacts the seasoned pros. Take a listen at these comments from Kevin, who recently attended Leadership Awakening. I've struggled with a lot of things. I've been in so many different trainings, followed Tony Robbins, John Maxwell, all these great self-development gurus, but I have never went through a training as difficult and as intense as that 48 hours that we went through. What we went through was absolutely amazing, and I'd love to share it with as many people as I could. I kept being told on how intense this training was going to be, that it was going to be difficult. And I mean, I've walked on hot fire. I've broken arrows. I've walked on glass. I've done so many things. I thought, how hard could this be? Well, the number one thing that I gained from Leadership Awakening was another level of awareness. If you're ready to go to the next level of awareness, then go to likeitmatters.net and click on Schedule to register for the next Leadership Awakening class in Minneapolis, December 8th through the 10th. Details at likeitmatters.net. Salmon fishing in Alaska, at an amusement park in Green Bay, or taking a stroll through Loring Park. We're where you are. Listen to Freedom 1570 at odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app. Your home may be making you sick. This is Sheila Hittner from Our Healthy Homes. In 23 years of selling real estate, I've seen a lot of sick homes filled with toxic chemicals on the floor, the countertops, and yes, in the air. Tune in to Our Healthy Homes Saturdays at 10 a.m. 
We'll help you replace the poisons with natural, safe products that work wonderfully and are less expensive. Our Healthy Homes with Keith and Sheila Hitner Saturday mornings at 10, here on Freedom 1570. Take Freedom 1570 with you wherever you go by downloading our app. Listen to your favorite shows, see our social media posts, enter exclusive contests, and more. All from the app. Just search for Freedom 1570 in the App Store. When I attended the Leadership Awakening workshop, I didn't know what to expect, but I was open. The tools taught at Leadership Awakening helped me discover things about myself that were holding me back from being all God created me to be. Providential? That word coins these life-changing classes because I now realize there are works God has already created for me to walk in, and these workshops helped me to see this more clearly. I received practical insights that I am already applying to be a more focused businesswoman, influential mom to my two teenagers, an eight-and-a-half-year-old son, and patient and passionate wife. I got rid of a lot of clutter in my head. BS, they call it, belief systems that were not serving me. If you want to know what it means to empower others instead of trying to control them, if you want to build a productive team in two days, if you want to press the reset button in your life and give yourself a fresh new beginning, then do yourself and your family a favor and attend the next Leadership Awakening. It's time the giant in you comes alive. Leadership Awakening is coming to a location near you. Details at likeitmatters.net. That's likeitmatters.net. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. I am black. And today on Like It Matters Radio, I'm posing a question. What are you doing? That's the question. What are you doing? No, not right this second. I know what you're doing. You're investing your time to grow your noodle, grow your noggin. You are working on the one organ that never has to deteriorate your hum- your brain. The human brain is powerful. It's, it has unlimited potential, unlimited plasticity. The, the, the future is really about the depths that we can go to understanding what is man capable of. And the sad part is we can understand what man is capable of on the backside, on the negative side. Remember, it's Billy Graham who said, any good preacher worth his weight has a Bible in one hand and a newspaper in the other. Now, Paul Harvey was always about taking the news. I love Paul Harvey. He would take the news and he would extrapolate meaning out of it because we are little meaning makers. The study of logotherapy says that, uh, that we, we have a will to meaning. Why do you think by the time a child is five years old, the majority of their map of reality is in place? Because little kids are always asking, why, daddy? Why, mommy? What they're doing is they're connecting dots. They're creating a belief system. They're creating a structure that will guide their entire life. And by the time that child is five years old, the majority of that structure will be in place, even if that person lives to be 120 years old. And yet most people never revisit their belief system because most people are going through life unconscious, just getting through things, getting through the next week, getting through the next election, getting through the next summer, getting through the next school year, getting through the next mortgage payment, getting through the next anniversary, getting through the next surgical operation, getting through the next trauma, getting through the next drama, getting through... Don't you get it? That's survival. And then there's some of you out there that are all wrapped up in making as much money as you can. Man, I'm not into making money. I'm into changing lives. I don't do business. That's why I reach out and I need some business people around me because I just want to use my gifts and talents to help people. I know I'm here. I'm not here to shake your hand. I'm here to give you a hand up. I'm here to give you a hand out. And I mean put my hand out because there's no greater exercise than lifting up another person. And if more people were lifting up more people, 
we wouldn't be in the mess that we're in right now. And there's an election coming up. It's important. And I'm going to tell you why. Not for blue team or red team important. It's for the future of our country. It's for our psychosis. It's because any behavior reinforced with a positive outcome will repeat itself. Yesterday I covered some of this. HR 101s. I mean, truce when dealing with people. You'll never rise above the quality of the people you hang out with. That's a, that's a universal law. Hurting people hurt people. That's a universal law. Everything we do or do not do is driven by a belief system. And how well we think we did and what we did. All driven by belief systems. It's a universal law. Good people can do bad things. It's a universal law. Those are HR 101s. If you want to know about them, go to likeitmatters.net. I'll teach you how you work. You occupy that body. You occupy that machine. And most people don't know how it works. They don't know the rules of the body and how it creates experience. They don't know the mind and how the mind works and how the machinations of memory and how the machinations of thought, how they affect us. The study of epigenetics tells us that 87% of diseases are psychosomatic that we're poisoning ourselves with our bitter thoughts. It's a pandemic of toxic emotions. And we're being played, we're being manipulated. And it's been happening for a long time. I mean, the biggest example of that we can remember is what happened in Germany with Joseph Goebbels and Hitler. Right, Joseph Goebbels is Nazi propaganda minister. And his big thing was, let me control the media and I'll turn any nation into a herd of pigs. Why? Because he studied people. He knew how people work. We have 30 to 60,000 thoughts per day in the study of epigenetics. And Dr. Caroline Leaf said, we believe what we listen to over and over and over. Now, we have 30 to 60,000 thoughts per day that we're not even aware of. But how many thoughts per day do you get by listening to CNN and MSNBC and all those blings that come across your phone every time the state-run media wants to trash a Republican, wants to trash a conservative, wants to tell you that you're going to have to get your abortions in the back alley, wants to tell you that you're going to have to get your drugs uh, off the street corners. And so you vote a certain way for your own benefit. But you're being played, you're being manipulated. Joseph Goebbels said, it would not be impossible to prove with sufficient repetition and a psychological understanding of the people concerned that a square is in fact a circle. They're mere words. And words can be molded until they clothe ideas in disguise. Don't you get it? This is what's going on. But you've got to understand. Think of the press as a great keyboard on which the government can play. Joseph Goebbels said that, not Scott Black. Faith moves mountains, people. But only knowledge moves them to the right places. It was Joseph Goebbels that said, the most brilliant propagandist technique will yield no success unless one fundamental principle is born in mind constantly. It must confine itself to a few points and repeat them over and over and over. MAGA Republicans are evil. They're fascists. You're going to have to get your abortions in the back alley. Uh, 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 the Republicans against democracy. Isn't it amazing? And, but you, you hear this stuff over and over and over and over and over and over and over, and so you start believing it. And because we want to get along, because we want people to like us, we want to be congenial. We want to be nice. And boy, we don't want anybody to call us a racist. We don't want anybody to call us a bigot because most people don't know who they are. 
And most people aren't confident enough in who they are that they can't handle that onslaught. Why do you think most people fold? Why do you think there was a school, I can't remember where it was, a girl was raped on campus. And so this boy, this man, this young man and college student put out a petition. This just happened two weeks ago, three weeks ago. He put out a petition. He said, we need more police officers to protect. Our girls shouldn't be running around school worried about a rapist. Two days later, he transferred from the school. He did a public apology because people attacked him because now he was ruining people's lives. People were in a panic because more police officers were going to be on the campus so, to attack black people and to beat up LGBTQT people. And uh, really? A- and you guys believe that stuff because it's been said over and over and over. And Facebook says, if you don't believe what we believe, you're wrong, you're bad, you're going to go to Facebook jail. And then because we want to be liked, and this is not opinion. Quit, stop, this is not, I'm not Sean Hannity. This is not opinion show. I'm giving you science. I'm giving you fact. There are 20 blocks to leadership. My forte is leadership. My forte is psychology, the machinations of the conscious and unconscious mind. On Friday night, my class, I cover the 20 most common blocks to leadership. I'll give them to you, if you care. Fear of risking. Why do we have fear of risking? Because if we fail, what are people going to think about us? Lack of commitment. Again, it's called a fear. We're afraid to give everything we got because if we give everything got and we don't accomplish, then what's that say about us? That we're not worthy, we're not good enough, we're a failure. Rescuer. These are the savior complex. These are people who are running in, wanting to save everybody else, never letting them learn how to do things on their own, never letting them learn how to pick themselves up, dust themselves off, hit it again. It's the John Fetterman. John Fetterman was a terrible candidate before he ever had a stroke. Terrible. He's lived off his mom and dad. He's a thug. He's never had a job. He has all these medical problems, AFib and all that, and the medical records show he's never taken care of it. He caused his own stroke. Poor health. He's a bit, you see his weight, walking around in hoodies all the time. He looks like a thug. And yet we're supposed to believe that this is the guy. His campaign hid his stroke from everybody for three months. He was off thing. He won't release his medical records. Even the uh, Pittsburgh Post, I mean, they're, they're, they endorse Oz because they said the guy's a liar. The guy should have told everybody he withholds information, he hides from the people. Why would you elect someone like yeah, that? And yet, in polls, he's still at least tied or one point ahead. Why? Because there's a D after his name. The guy can't even perform. Some other person is going to be functioning for him, just like someone's functioning for Biden. We don't know who's running this country. A rescuer is someone like our government that never lets people, our job is as leaders to help people accomplish on their own, not to take away their ability to learn how to accomplish. And then we got the victim. That nothing's fair. It's all unfair. And then we got indecisive. The people that are afraid to make a decision because what if it's the wrong one? And so they make no decision. Low expectations of others. This way you have a low bar. Because, man, if you have a high bar and people don't get it, then they're going to be mad at you. They're going to be disappointed. They might not like you. Fear of failure. Again, what are people going to think about me if I don't accomplish a great outcome? Closed-minded. You're so not committed to your own beliefs, you're afraid to have them challenged. If you really believed what you believed, you would be, let people challenge them because you'd have a reason for what you believe. You could debate them. 
But when you're not sure about what you believe, when someone challenges, you block an attack. Critical. These are the Ginsu knife people, slicing and dicing everything. Lack of focus. So scattered, so afraid to commit to anything that you can't focus on anything. Wanting to be liked is a wall every single human being possesses. That people won't give constructive criticism, won't give feedback, won't have crucial conversations because they need someone to like them. Low self-worth believes you don't have value. Low self-esteem believes as a human being you're valueless. Focusing on problems. Always focus on what's wrong because that way maybe if you're solving problems, people won't notice how messed up you are. Controlling versus empowering. Having to work hard because, you know, you got to keep working hard and no one will like you. Having to be perfect. Boy, if you ever make a mistake, people know you're fake. Fear of rejection. Afraid to ask for self because what if they say no? Fear of embarrassment. Afraid of what you look like to other people. Lack of purpose. Don't want to overcommit because then maybe someone might like what, not like what you're doing. Don't you see all these have to do with other people and are the way people perceive us. This is all psychology, all sociolo- sociology. sorry. And so ladies and gentlemen, today we're talking about, I'm asking the question, what are you doing with your life? Are you making an impact? Are you out there helping, saving people? Or are you just shaking hands with people as they're going under? I'm Black, and we'll be right back. Here's a real student testimonial for Like It Matters Leadership Awakening Training. The way we met Scott was through an answered prayer. We had a, uh, a business associate who recommended a leadership training process. Initially, you know, I had been through uh, just a series of all kinds of leadership training and felt like I had been trained as much as I possibly could. You know, we went and went hesitantly. But the one thing, it would have to be consistent with my faith. And uh, it was your awakening class. And uh, that class was absolutely not only uh, the the answer to prayers, uh, business, but personally. It gave us the tools and it gave us the foundation to be able to really formalize and verbalize our values. To learn more from Mr. Black, the next Leadership Awakening class in Minneapolis is December 8th through the 10th. Details at likeitmatters.net. What's your legacy? When it's your turn to depart this earth, what will you leave behind? Whether it's a lot or a little, you certainly don't want to leave a mess. Tune in to this week's Money Matters with Alan Mike because they'll be discussing your legacy issues, the tough ones, the situations that cause problems with estate plans, and how to avoid them. Make sure you listen to Money Matters with Alan Mike, 9 a.m. Sunday on Freedom 1570, or call them now with your questions at 855-231-6010. 612, The Bird. Now you can say, I got a guy, when you have an electrical problem or a home project. Early Bird Electric is the troubleshooting expert, and they love old homes. For home rewires, remodeling projects, and emergency service, you can trust Early Bird because of their unmatched service guarantees. And yes, Early Bird offers same-day service and 24-7 emergency service. 612, The Bird. Mention AM 1280 The Patriot, and your trip charge is free with repair purchase. 612, The Bird. Or visit 612thebird.com. We are all in the construction business, constructing memories, relationships, new ideas, and a legacy that will outlive us. Life is best imagined as a construction project. Hey, can we get that backhoe over here? At Like It Matters, we craft tools and teach you how to use them. Mr. Black has a bevy of tools to help you build your life into your dream. One of those tools is individual life counseling. The best analogy is a life caddy, because sometimes you just need another set of eyes. A second tool, books by Mr. Black, always opening up your mind. 
third, workshops, where we teach people how they work and how to function at a higher level. And don't forget the daily radio show, Like It Matters, at 11 a.m. on Freedom 1570. Nice job. That's it for today. Wrap it up. Contact Mr. Black at mr.black at likeitmatters.net. Building a better you today. Likeitmatters.net. Helping people live their lives like they matter. That's mr.black at likeitmatters.net. Discover the tools to build your relationships, your vision, and your life. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. I am black. And a little bit of housekeeping. Um, For those that don't know, I had a massive uh, surgery about five days ago uh, on my teeth. I had an emergency medical surgery. I had to get my bottom teeth removed uh, and uh, implants put in. And so uh, it was a pretty traumatic experience, and I'm five days removed from that. And... uh, my mouth is barely moving, so if I uh, stutter a little bit, stumble a little bit more than usual, <laughs> please uh, give me some mercy and grace. Uh, also, because I had to do something, uh, I decided last night, prayed about it, and I am going to reschedule that November 10th class that's going to be in Dallas. I just, uh, it's a week away, and right now my mouth, uh, I'm going to the doctor at 2.30 to get checked up, but I just don't think it's uh, out of place. I don't want to do any long-term damage, so I apologize uh, but we will reschedule to the next class of your choice. So our next technical class that we'll be doing is December 8th through 10th in Minneapolis, Minnesota. Uh, that'll be my first class back with my new uh, choppers. Uh, so I'm looking forward to ending the year well there in Minneapolis. Uh, we got plenty of spots on there. So if you want to join us, a two-and-a-half-day event that will change your life, go to likeitmatters.net. Uh, we allow 12 to 16 people in the class. So uh, uh, I'm not sure where we're at, but I know we got a few spots left. So let's fill that up. I guarantee anybody in that class will have the best holiday season they've had ever or at least in a long, long time. And by the way, if you go to likeitmatters.net, I've actually added class dates as well uh, into the new year. So I got classes in January, February, and March, including in April as well, including two adventure classes. Uh, and uh, I think our next class after uh, December 8th in Minneapolis will be back up there the end of March. I think it's March 30th through April 1. But you can go to likeitmatters.net uh, and check out the schedule. See, what, what's going on today, I believe, in America and our families, uh, and I work intimately with people, is that there's an existential crisis. People don't know who they are. They don't know why they're here. They don't know what they're supposed to be doing. You know, I do a lot of counseling, a lot of coaching. I call it life caddy work. And a lot of times when I start my weekly phone call with people, I'll ask them, how did your week go? And they'll give me some generic term like good or great or uh, better or whatever. And then I say, well, how do you know? What made it great? How do you know it was better? What made it a good week? And people are like, what? Well, you just said it was a good week. Why? What made it a good week? Do you know what would make today a good day for you? You should. Do you know what will make this week a good week for you? You should. Do you know at the end of 2022 what you needed to accomplish to consider that a good year when it's over? You should. How about 2023? What do you need to have and or do in 2023 when you get to December 30th of 2023 and you're looking back and saying, wow, this was a really good year. 
Do you know? See, that's what I'm talking about, existential. Why do you get up each day, do what you do, go home at night, get up the next day and do it again and again and again and again and again till God has you take your last breath and then we all stand before God and we find out if there was a God and we'll find out how well we did. See, these are why the existential questions are so important. This is why I asked you this question. Are you shaking hands with a dying world? Or are you giving a hand out to help people? Because, yeah, the hands are out. But are you helping or facilitating them going in the direction they're going, which is doom and gloom? Are you willing to sacrifice a friendship? You See, you have to know who you are. See, that's what we need. We need heroes. A great book by Admiral William McRaven called The Hero Code. Lessons Learned from Life's Well-Lived. He has 10 pieces of the hero code. My good friend, uh, David Guys, uh, sent this to me. Thank you, brother. He's a good listener, graduate, good friend of mine. I love Mr. Guys. Dynamo Day, we call him. So 10 lessons from a life well-lived. The hero code. I will always strive to be courageous. So courage. What does courage take? The presence of fear. I will work to be humble, to recognize the limits of my intellect. There's only one omniscience, people. That's God. All of us fall short of the glory of God. All of us, our faith is off a little bit. Our theology is off a little bit. Some are way off. I will learn to sacrifice by giving a little of my time, my talent, my treasure, those in need. Sacrifice, putting others before yourself. Giving up something, a quality for something else. I will be a person of integrity. When you look that one up, every decision I make and every action I take will be moral, legal, and ethical. Well, boy, those are all normalizations, Right? Because you can firebomb uh, pro-life centers and get away with it. But if you're a Catholic uh, at a pro-life demonstration, the FBI will raid your home in the middle of the night. If you're Hillary Clinton, you can have a phone under subpoena, five of them, and you can smash them with a hammer. You can have a, a server that's subpoenaed, not told not to touch, and you can bleach the hard drive so all the information is released. You can work with the FBI to get people spied on, and you don't, nothing happens to you. But if you're Donald Trump uh, and you take a few documents that they don't like, then they're going to raid your house and go through your wife's panty drawer. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, go to Sandy Berger. Check out Sandy Berger. He went to the National Archives, and he stuffed documents down his pants, stole documents. Look it up. No one talks about it. And I don't think he served a day in jail. I don't think anybody raided his home. So all those things about moral, legal, and ethical... Those are all normalizations. They're self-defined, whoever has the power, right? Number five, I'll be kind and compassionate to at least one person every single day. Again, it's about other people, you notice it? I will never give up on matters that are important to me. My family, my country, my faith, I will persevere. Intestinal fortitude, resilience, follow through, never give up, never surrender. Remember those We used to talk about that a lot. We don't talk about that anymore. Nowadays, if something doesn't go well, you're a victim. Unless you're a white conservative, unless you're a Christian, but otherwise, you get to be a victim. If something happens to you, it's everybody else's fault. See, this is what we're teaching people. Number seven, whatever job I'm given, whatever duty I'm bound by, I will do it to the best of my ability. Number eight, I'll use my unique talents to inspire others, give them hope. Notice about others. I will use humor to comfort others. Notice this whole hero code is about others. And number 10, no matter how great or small the offense against me, I will forgive. I will be the victor, not the victim. 
And that's what's running America today, the spirit of offense. And again, you're going to have the President of the United States again tonight going on paper, trashing half the country and calling me a fascist and calling people who believe like me uh, that were anti-democratic. And yet, that's okay. That's not hate speech. But calling out someone like a Nancy Pelosi for doing evil things, uh, millions of babies aborted, uh, for becoming a hundred millionaire while an elected official, that's okay because it's her. Do you see what I'm saying? At some point, people, you've got to open your eyes. Who are you? Why are you here? Is this all about blue and red? Is this all about just an abortion? Is all your life just about your ability to get an abortion? Nothing else matters? Is that what we've come to as human beings, as Americans? You got to have a mission. Why do you get up each day, do what you do, go home at night, and you got one party telling you that's all about you, that your abortions are important, and your stuff, and you need more money, and you need your college loans paid for, and you, me, 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 me. Well, if you're going to go with me, then start with a mission statement. Your mission statement is who you are. It's what you do. It's the quality in which you do it. Here's my mission statement. I'm committed to dying daily to myself and my desires. I'm a conduit of the Holy Spirit. It is not I who lives, but Christ who lives in me. I'm the hands and feet of my Lord Jesus Christ, and daily I put on his heart and his mind. I am living the method, see a need, meet a need. My mantra is to fulfill all the divine appointments that God has planned in advance for me and to live my life for my Lord and for others, being the best father, husband, leader, human, and child of God that I am created to be. I commit to do all these things daily until I can hear those words from the Bema Seat of Christ, well done, my good and faithful servant. I am committed to do this with passion, heart, body, and soul. Ladies and gentlemen, you've got to open your eyes. A little while back, there was an interesting social media meme that floated across the, you know, social media, Facebook, and all that. You've probably seen it. Unknown author writes, if you catch about 100 red fire ants that live in the southwest desert, and also about 100 of those large black ants that live there, and drop them in the same jar, not much will happen until you shake the jar vigorously. You shake it up. And now the ants are flying around. They're hitting each other, running each other. They're being forced to, to run into each other. But once you shake it around and then you dump it back out on the ground, you know what's going to happen? The red ants will attack the black ants. And the black ants will attack the red ants. And they'll devastate each other. The thing is, the red ants think the enemy is the black ants. And the black ants think the enemy is the red ants. And all those ants put together never do figure out that the real enemy is the guy shaking the jar. Ladies and gentlemen, you don't need Joseph Goebbels' intelligence to figure out that there's a spirit out there shaking the jar, and it ain't good. This hatred, this bitterness, this bigotry. We attack bigotry with bigotry. We attack racism with racism. We attack hate with hate. And one side's hate is justified, but the other's not. It was Dr. King who said, you cannot drive out darkness with darkness. Only light can do that. You cannot drive out hate with hate. Only love can do that. And let me finish his logical flow. You cannot drive out racism with racism. Only understanding can do that. You can't drive out bigotry with bigotry. Only understanding can do that. You can't change the world waiting for everybody else to do it. Only you 
can do that. But you got to be aware of your programming. You got to be aware of how you're being played. And because any behavior reinforced with a positive outcome will repeat itself, ladies and gentlemen, I'm begging you, don't vote Democrat this time. These people need to pay a price. Vote it for the rest of your life after that. But if there's no consequences for destroying a country, if there's no consequences for throwing in good people in jail, if there's no consequences for destroying the fabric of our society, then why would they stop doing it? Unless you change the pattern, unless you do not reward this behavior, this is now precedent moving forward. And we deserve better than that. I'm Black. We'll be right back. Leadership Awakening even impacts the seasoned pros. Take a listen at these comments from Kevin, who recently attended Leadership Awakening. I've struggled with a lot of things. I've been in so many different trainings, followed Tony Robbins, John Maxwell, all these great self-development gurus, but I have never went through a training as difficult and as intense as that 48 hours that we went through. What we went through was absolutely amazing, and I'd love to share it with as many people as I could. I kept being told on how intense this training was going to be, that it was going to be difficult. And I mean, I've walked on hot fire. I've broken arrows. I've walked on glass. I've done so many things. I thought, how hard could this be? Well, the number one thing that I gained from Leadership Awakening was another level of awareness. If you're ready to go to the next level of awareness, then go to likeitmatters.net and click on Schedule to register for the next Leadership Awakening class in Minneapolis, December 8th through the 10th. Details at likeitmatters.net. Soaking up the sun in Fiji, walking through the Sculpture Garden in Minneapolis, or standing in awe at the Grand Canyon, we're where you are. Listen to Freedom 1570 at odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app. Are you looking for a unique Christmas gift that will keep on giving? We've partnered with Twin Cities award-winning photographer Wayne Moran for a special half-price lesson offer. Wayne will teach you all you need to know to take better images. Better images. Regular price for this five-lesson package is $500, now just $250. Only five of these special offers are available, so call the station now at 651-289-4413. 651-289-4413. Salem Surround partners with your business to deliver custom digital marketing solutions. Surround your target audience wherever they engage, search, surf, socialize, or review to keep your business top of mind. Learn more at minneapolis.salemsurround.com. Take a listen to this comparison of other training to Leadership Awakening. For probably two-thirds of my 30-year law enforcement career. I spent time in supervision and management, so I've been to a lot of leadership training. Been there, done that, got the t-shirt. I went to a leadership course in California where I worked, and it's an eight-month program. I went through that program. I went back later on as a facilitator, so I, I taught leadership. What we did in class was completely different than any other leadership program that I've been through. I mean, in 48 hours of leadership training in your program, it was just, it was dynamic. It was intense. It was powerful. You know, it was, it was amazing. It was amazing. Leadership Awakening. Change your heart. Change your mind. Change your life. Go to likeitmatters.net slash schedule for the next Leadership Awakening. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. I am black. 
and you are back. You know, follow the science, people. We gotta follow the science, right? Well, again, remember, science is all about questioning. Why? Why, Daddy? Why is this happening, right? Hey, I wonder why every time that apple falls, it falls straight down. Why doesn't it go up? Why doesn't it float? Science is always about questioning. We still don't know a lot about science. We still don't know why quirks do what they do. Why are some inverted? Why are some not? You know, uh, it's just we don't know everything. We question things. We ask things. But I do know this. I teach a lot of science. A lot of science. This is not about opinion. I teach transactional analysis with Dr. Eric Byrne. I'm a master practitioner in neuro-linguistic programming. It's the owner's manual for the human experience. You know, Dr. Milton Erickson, Dr. Virginia Satir, the founding, basically the founding principles were, came from them. Multiple intelligence, Dr. Howard Gardner at Harvard University. Logotherapy, Dr. Victor Frankel. Um, K and I, constant, never-ending improvement, Dr. Edwards Deming. Emotional intelligence, uh, Dr. Goldman and so many other people. Cognitive behavioral therapy, oh my gosh. And of course the Bible. The Bible is my standard. The Bible is a book of wisdom. And uh, man, many people believe if you can't get the God question right, what does it matter what else you know right? Right? And so there's also things called laws. Newton's third law of motion, right? It's physics. We call it science, I think. Formally stated, Newton's third law is for every action, there's an equal and opposite reaction. That's why I'm doing today's show. Because there are consequences to our choices. We all say, I'll decide, who I, I'll vote however I want. Yes. But what you don't get a vote for is the consequences. Remember, everybody was anybody but Trump. I get it. The, the media did a great job of destroying this guy, spying this guy, and making you believe everything. He was evil. He was this. And he helped it out a lot. I, know, I get it. My friend Dave doesn't care for Trump. But I don't care for him as a person. But I think he was a great president. I'd vote for him again if he ran. I hope he doesn't. Because, again, the, the left will use it to bring up all this hate. And hate will drive people to give us a Biden again. Look what we got with Biden. Look how messed up things are because anybody but Trump doesn't really work. It's a nice concept, but it sure doesn't work in reality. So there's a law of causality. The definition of law of causation, a principle in philosophy, every change in nature is produced by some cause. The law of cause and effect or the law of principle of causality has been investigated and recognized for millennium. So we're not making this up. So causation is the casual relationship between conduct and result. This is what I'm talking about. Why does this matter? Because we're unconscious creatures. We're making connections all the time. We understand majority of our experiences at the unconscious level. So if you're going to make any lasting change, you're going to have to know the rules of the unconscious brain, how it works. That's why I'm bringing light to what's going on. I'm bringing light to all this stuff that's going on. Bringing light to to um, the pro- propaganda, the programming. And you got to understand this. You know, I, I got this article. So in Arizona, voters are narrowly decided, this is the New York Times, are narrowly decided on whether to elect a prominent Trump-backed election denier. See, this is how they frame it. See, if you read anything, anytime when the left-wing magazines say, oh, uh, this person uh, purports to believe the lie that there's a, a, a fraud in the election and it's been denied all the time, it's never... See, they start with that premise, so as you're reading it, you're reading this article now with a false premise. And so now there's a part of you unconsciously that locks onto that false premise, so everything that they say now you have to believe because it's framed by that false premise. And that's why you got to be aware. I've talked about this all the time when you're debating. You can never start an argument with a false uh, pretense. you got to make sure you explain it, what's going on. 
I mean, let's be honest. Election deniers? No. I mean, he won. But now, how did all those votes get there? Were there mail-in votes? All that? I think there's a legitimate. Read 1,000 Mules, or 2,000 Mules, I think it is. Watch the movie. It'll show you. It's not made up. But if you say anything that they don't like, they, they tell you that. But the word now, deniers. If you can just put election denier in front of anybody, but how about science deniers? Come on, people. You know what I'm talking about. How many genders are there? Come on. You know the answer. Don't worry, no one's listening. They're listening to me, but you're at home by yourself. You know this. There's a male and a female. Bible's pretty clear. Male, female. There are two genders, not 37 genders. When does life begin? Google it if you don't know. Life begins at conception. It's been photographed. Uh, and a frog. I think the last time they photographed it was a frog. That when that frog conception occurred at the molecular level, there was a fireworks show. Look it up. Google it. But again, for people on the left, science deniers, they begin that life begins three days after a botched abortion if the mother decides to keep the child, if that child's not too much of a burden. Right? I mean, let's talk about things. I got a seven-year-old kid. You know what he wants to do? He wants to drive my car. You know what he wants to do? He wants to have ice cream at 10 o'clock at night. You know what he wants to do? He wants to stay up all night. You know, I, I, could, I had to join the military. I joined the military when I was 17 years old. I had to get my parents' signature to join the military. But at five years old now, we're going to let kids make medical decisions that forever make them a medical experiment. A child at five years old can't decide a medical. They can't decide. They can't sign a form. We all know that. But yet we're allowing kids at five and six years old to decide that they want to be opposite sex. And then they start destroying their bodies and their chemical composition. I mean, come on. Uh, we, we've all taken this thing called, well, I didn't, but a vaccine. That's not a vaccine. Look up the definition of what a vaccine is. And yet now we're seeing suds, sudden adult, sad, sorry, sudden adult death syndrome. How many 24-year-old healthy people are dying of natural causes since COVID? You might want to look it up. Again, it's controlling the narrative. How about inflation deniers? All these people denying the, the Democrats there's no inflation. Have you been to Walmart? I can't get out of Walmart without spending 100 bucks. I got four things on my list. I wound up getting about 10, but it's 100 bucks. How about crime deniers? Did you hear Kathy Hochul in New York? She actually says, why is Lee Zeldin so worried about crime? What's his problem? And then he, she said that it's all a big conspiracy. So here's the, the governor. I, mean, I think the largest state in the union, maybe second largest, New York might be second to, to California. But she's a Democrat, so she's covered. How many thousands of elderly were killed by Cuomo in New York because they were stuck in their nursing homes and basically died from COVID that was forced upon them? But no one seems to care. But yet, if someone on the other side does it, the media runs it nonstop. How about crime deniers, right? There's no crime going on. Remember people in front of burning buildings uh, for a year saying, oh, these are peaceful protests as buildings are burning and cops are being killed. But they're peaceful protesters, right? Violence deniers. And again, but look at this thing with Paul Pelosi. So terrible what happened to Paul Pelosi. But have you been seeing, now they're saying this is all about Republicans evil. I, have you heard that Joseph, Shannon Joseph Bratt, 41, was charged with one felony count of vehicular manslaughter and one count of leaving the scene of an accident in the death of 18-year-old Kaylor Ellingston? 
Why? Because he was a radical Republican. The guy ran him over. You never heard this guy's name again. How about uh, in, in Florida, U.S. Senator Marco Rubio? He had a canvasser, Christopher Monzen, walking on the sidewalk along East 60th Street, passing out flyers, and he was brutally attacked, beaten almost to death, and then the, they released their dogs on him and bite him, all because he was conservative. How about the lady, elderly pro-life volunteer? This is all in the last month. Last month, pro-life 80-year-old woman shot in the back for handing out pro-life stuff. I mean, I'm just saying, I don't care what side of the aisle you're on. This is bad. And yet, in Ohio, remember that? In Charlottesville? Yeah, the one guy, he killed that let girl. It was terrible. James Alex Fields pleaded guilty to killing Heather Heyer. There have been buildings named after this woman now. This one woman who was killed, it was terrible. It was terrible. It should never happen. But yet, there's not equal treatment. You got election deniers, Hillary, the media, Maxine Waters. I mean, I mean, they called him an illegitimate president the whole time. Their elected official, Nancy Pelosi, called Trump an illegitimate president for years. Merrick Garland. Oh, my gosh. Can you imagine if he was on the Supreme Court? He has the most corrupt DOJ since J. Edgar Hoover, John McCarthy. And yet it's okay because he's a Democrat. Do you see what I'm saying, ladies and gentlemen? What's going on here? This is not about politics. This is about your unconscious mind and patterns. And now you're being programmed to say it's okay for one side, not the others. You're being programmed to grab a hold of this one term and brand everybody bad. I just want you to become aware. See, the key is awareness. If I can understand you a little bit better, you can understand me a little bit better, it doesn't make sense we're in a position of a better relationship. A good warrior, a good general is aware of their battlefield. And I'm just suggesting to you, that there's a lot of things going on the unconscious level. You're being manipulated. You're being programmed. It's called mass formation. Google it. Joseph Goebbels, Google it. I'm just telling you, wake up. And for this time, because any behavior reinforces the positive outcome, don't vote Democrat this time. you got to send a message to these people. You can't do what you did. You can't violate the Constitution. You can't attack Americans and turn us against each other and shake up the jar and get away with it. Please, do something different so this doesn't create precedence. You are under construction on the Like It Matters radio network. I'm Mr. Black, helping you become more hopeful about your future, reminding you when you live your life like it matters, it does. Rhett Rasmussen of BestHotGrill.com. Step up your grilling game with our Solaire Portable Infrared Grills. Our Compact Everywhere is a favorite of RVers and trailer pullers. Solaire Infrared provides the quick sear for bar marks and texture needed to properly finish sous vide. Use a portable alongside your larger conventional grill to create an instant sear zone and more juicy and flavorful food. Learn more at BestHotGrill.com. Affordable, powerful, portable infrared grills at BestHotGrill.com. If you could build the world's greatest radio station, where would you start? We'd begin by creating a live station that's able to provide breaking news updates. Then we'd install some of today's top political voices behind the mic. Finally, we'd craft a convenient way to listen with a specialized mobile app. No, it's not a work in progress. It's on the air now. AM 1280 The Patriot. Intelligent radio. Online at am1280thepatriot.com. Ringing Liberty at... 
Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.